Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes with the next episode of the Ruckcation Podcast. November 2nd, sweet November 2nd. Um, it is what it is, that's what I want to say, but let's get into the people who make this possible, get into the show. You know that is Exodus Outdoor Gear, looking for a mobile cam or arrows, check them out, exodusoutdoorgear.com. Wreck Broadheads, um, 15% at checkout, it will save you WLP 15 and First Form Supplements. Um, you go First Form, Cody, WLP is the code, um, the generic code for everything. Um, if you want the code, message me, and uh, we can talk some supplements, better your life. Um, go down that road. Well, let's get into what happened November 2nd here. Um, as you can tell, I'm not as high energy as the last episode for a good reason. So this morning, went in. I was hunting the pinch um, where the bucket daylighted the day before. Um, went in, hunted, and uh, got in there. Everything was set up. Got in there about 25 minutes before shooting light. Still real dark. Um, funny story. Wearing my um, my bibs in, and I had my grunt tube in my pocket, and uh, wasn't really thinking. Climbed up the first step, heard a grunt. I was like, "Oh God, it's really close." Deer, you know, bucks right on me. Took another step, heard another grunt. I was like, "Oh God." Waited a few seconds, took that third step, heard another grunt. My grunt tube was in the zipper pocket of my bibs, and the zip it was like half in, half out, and the pressure of me lifting my leg up was making my grunt tube go off every time I stepped to go up the tree. <laughs> so I'd take a step, and it would go, burp, real quiet. And I was like, oh, God, there's a buck right here. Then I'd take another step, burp, <laughs> wait a little bit, take another one. And the third one, I was like, well, that's my grunt tube in my pocket. Um, so don't fall for that if that happens to you. Um, but uh, trail cam or the tree stand question of the day was, do combines scare deer for the morning? And uh, a lot of people said yes, you know, I say if they're close to timber. A lot of people said yes. A lot of people said no. A lot of people said yes, but they come back quick. Um, I don't think they do. But guy was picking corn right in front of me, um, so I thought it would be a fitting question. Um, hunted that morning. Um, didn't see a deer. Hunted till a little bit after 11. Did not see a deer all morning. Uh, didn't see any life at all until 10 o'clock. I finally seen two squirrels. Um, but really, really slow morning. Um, decided I was going to hang in that pinch, but the wind was going southeast-ish and whipping around, and it, it kind of in a little hedge timber bowl there, and it wasn't, wasn't right. Um, I didn't feel good in the set. And, uh, I was like, well, I'm just going to pull it and move and, and move from there. So I pulled it and then there was the, the decisions of where I was going to go, where, where should I go? Where should I go? There's 500,000 different choices I could do different properties here, there. And, uh, I just went with my gut of where I think I should go at this time of year. And, uh, I went on the very North side of the same piece that I was on, um, I have a, a white pine tree that I cut out last year and the year before, and it is absolutely perfect, guys. It's one of those sets where if there's a lot of deer on this farm, it would be it's a perfect gun set. Um, the deer are normally pretty far away, but you can see forever. You could see 60 to 70% of the property. It's a 38-acre piece, and you can see 60 to 70% of the whole entire thing from 
from this stand and uh went in there and um got set up you walk walk i walk in through the neighbor i have a mission across the neighbor's field and then you walk along this cedar tree edge you're completely hidden the whole entire way and then there's like a group of four or five cedars and there's one that's probably 45 yards into the property um and it's so thick you can't even shoot out into the field on the other property um but you i got it all cut out so you go underneath those cedar trees and they're tall enough you can walk underneath them and the limbs are all you're completely covered from all the whole entire property um and then you go up the back of the tree and you go up and you're you got awesome cover like you know 90 degree cover um when you're up there but you got like 180 degree cover on the bottom so your whole entire where the deer are coming, the whole your whole entire back is secluded. It's abs, it's perfect. It's perfect set. Um, so I went in there, and as I was hanging my stand, I seen a buck hitting a scrape. And this is like two forty-five, three o'clock. Um, it's probably about eighty yards away. It's a good deer. Just see the frame. I still got to get my bow up, my backpack, etc. You know, get completely set up. Cut just a couple limbs that had grown in my way. Um, and uh, I got up watched the buck he went back into the bedding and i lost him and uh didn't didn't uh didn't see anything um for the whole entire night almost and then i looked down at my phone and i was just thinking like man you could see all this property there's no does on it like you would think that there would be a lot of deer on this piece um because that just the way it sets up, man, you'd think that there'd be, I mean, a lot more deer on it than it is. So I got 25 minutes left. I sat there kind of frustrated that I didn't see any deer, you know, and, um, I thought I was going to go the whole day without seeing a deer, uh, besides that, you know, quick encounter with that buck when I was hanging my stand. So I guess I had seen a deer, but not, you know, not, not have like a good encounter or even have something close. Um, and, uh, I took my horns and I had rattled earlier in the day, and uh, I rattled because it was windy, and I'm trying to cover a lot of ground. I rattled as loud as I've ever rattled in my whole entire life. I banged the shit out of those things. There's times, like, you know where you bang them together, then you rattle? I just bang, 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 just kept pulling them apart and banging them together. Bang, 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 loud as I could. And then did a little rattle and then bang, bang, bang to where I could hear it echoing down the draw. Um, hung him up, sat there for maybe 35 seconds, look out, there's a buck. And right away, I'm like, man, he's he's edge, you know, he just edger, you know. Um, then he gets a little closer and I get the full frontal vision and he's got like 10, 12 inch brows and real heavy mass. Goes straight up. And I'm a brow guy, mask guy. I love brows, love gigantic brows. And these are like big, meaty, thick brows, big, thick bases on this deer. And the, the rack literally goes straight up. Not a lot of points, but just mass and tight. Um, no idea who the deer was. Knew that it was, I've been running cams on this piece for years and years and years. Never had a picture of him. I knew it was just a random buck that was working that pinch. And I rattled him up, you know, out to come out. So here's here's the situation. Deer's 150 yards. I got 25 minutes of light left. So 
if I'd have had a decoy, it would have worked out a lot better. No decoy. I got this cedar tree line that he can't see on the other side of. That's the only thing I got. But this deer cautiously walks, stops, looks. Walks, stops, looks. Walks, stops, looks. And every time he's maybe getting five yards. He's looking, looking. Um, He acts like he's going to kind of fade off, and he's still probably 125 at this point. And I did a tending grunt, just burp, 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 you know, not loud. Kind of like it was on the backside of those white pine trees. And uh, he kind of put his head up there, looked and looked and looked, and then come up. Okay, he's coming my way. He's coming my way. I'm ranging him. I'm like, man, he's going to be 75. He's going to be 80 yards, you know, out the, you know, this CRP field, and I'm not, not going to be able to get a shot. Well, he takes a, a hard right and angles in and gets to about 50 yards, and he's dead facing me at 50 yards. And I'm like, all right, what do I do here? Do I shoot him? What's he going to do? I can't really grunt at this point because he's looking right at me. He knows where I'm at. Like, he would know where I'm at. Even though I have good cover, he would know that there's not a deer there if I grunted because he can see the whole entire thing. At this point, there's maybe five to eight minutes of shooting light left. Not very much. So I got to make a decision on what I'm going to do. I look at the deer. I'm like, okay, this is a deer that I want to shoot. He's a random buck. I haven't shot anything yet this year. I passed some good ones on other properties, but this is a cool, cool ass deer, big brows, heavy mass, not a lot of points. He's just an eight pointer, I think, but just a giant heavy frame deer. Um, and, uh, maybe, maybe like 14 inches wide, like, but hella tall, really tall. Um, so one of those racks that go up and in at the same time, the main beams, Carried his mass all the way through his main beams, um, whereas browsing his beam meets, I bet you it's, I mean, it's really good mass right there. Um, but anyways, uh, decided, okay, I'm going to shoot this deer for sure. He's at 50. I'm watching him. He starts to kind of edge to quartering two, but as he's quartering two, he's still holding right there at 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. And then I range him one last time, 52 yards. And I'm like, all right, this is it. He's looking away. I drew back, held on him. I'm in a six-inch around freaking white pine tree up at the top of it. Wind's blowing. I'm moving around. Feel good about it. Rolled my, you know, I got a 20, 30, 40 pin. I rolled the 50 up using my top pin, holding, holding. All right, looks good. Shoot. Hit right in front of the shoulder. Right when I shot, I knew I pulled left. I could feel it. And I said, fuck. Right when I shot, right after I shot, because I knew. I knew what I did. Um, I pr- I've been practicing at 75, because um, one day I want to go out west and, you know, hunt mule deer and stuff. And I've been shooting a lot and feeling real confident. So I've passed deer at that yardage multiple years. And, you know, that's one of my only encounters for the year. So. I've done that in the past, so I'm like, I'm not doing that this year. I'm If I get the encounter, I'm taking the shot. So I hit the deer. It turns. <laughs> I can see the arrow in it. It's running. Runs about 125 yards. Stops. Starts walking. Stands there. Starts walking again. 
stands there, starts walking. Now it's in head tall grass. I could just see its rack. And then I thought he was doing the death wobble where, you know, he's over, he's running over here. He's running over there. He's I mean, he's all over the place in that grass and I can't really see what's going on. Then he disappears. So I was like, oh, he, he crashed right there. Well, then he was back up. He's walking away, walking away. Then he does the same thing where he's over here, over there. And I'm watching him through the binos. I'm standing on the top of my seat on my stand trying to look at the deer through the binos. And he's running all over, and then I finally just lose him in the grass. The light's really low. It's hard to see anyways. It's just like the grass is so tall you can literally just see his antlers. And uh, I just lose him in the grass. And uh, I didn't even go look for blood. I know I hit the deer. Um, I don't think it's a fatal shot. Not 100% sure on exactly where I hit the deer. Don't have the footage. I have footage of him walking out. That's one of the best things about filming is you have footage of the deer, you know, but I don't have the footage of the shot to look at. And uh, I uh, got got down, walked straight out, and uh, didn't even go look for blood or anything. Like I said, I know where he went. He went, when I lost visual, it was about 175 yards away. He was... Like I said, he I don't know if he was doing the death wobble or I was just losing him in the grass, what he was doing. Um, like I said, it was real low light, hard to see that far with binos. Um, and like I said, it was so tall you could just see his tops. But don't know if it's a dead deer or not. But it looked shoulder to me, front of shoulder. Um, maybe I got lucky and got up in there. Um, I am shooting those wreck heads, so I have hella confidence in that chisel point to get in there if I did get in there. But... It looks like uh, a lot of the arrow was sticking out when he was running away. So I'm not 100% confident on if I got him or not. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait for it to get good and light. I'm going to take the kids to school tomorrow, give the wife a break, and I'm going to sneak in there, um, look for blood. I'm going to have the wind. So I'm going to sneak in there, and then when I when I get in there, I'll know, uh, you know how the blood's looking. Hopefully, if he needs a follow-up shot, I'll be able to do that. But hopefully, I go in there and he's dead where I seen him while I was losing him in the grass. Um, but I don't know if he's going to be, but that's that's bow hunting, man. A buddy of mine shot one in the shoulder tonight. Garrett, another buddy of mine last year, shot one in the shoulder. just happens, dude. It's, it's terrible. You know, he's quartering two slightly, so I knew I was trying to hold tight to the shoulder, but I didn't. I, you know, I didn't mean, I knew I pulled left right when I shot 53 yards. I just felt it. I just felt when I released that I pulled left. And, uh, I don't know if I shot, moved my bow, trying to see where I hit or what I did exactly, but it's on me. So, um, felt confident about it, felt good about it, but just wasn't able to steal the deal. So for sure, but we're going to go in there tomorrow and check it out, but, uh, I'm not going to let it get me down either way, you know, um, this deer hunting happens to everybody. It sucks, but man, you gotta you gotta try to make it happen if you can. Um, that's just how it goes. As you can tell, I don't even know what to say because it's freaking. It sucks, you know. It's part of hunting, but it's just how it is. But uh, I'm gonna go in there and see what I can do. And like I said, I don't, I don't hold nothing back. A lot of guys wouldn't have told you the story that they shot a deer until they found it. I think it's important to put the truth out there so a normal guy listening to this has shoulder shot one in the past or 
does it in the future. He doesn't let it ruin his season, and he knows that guys that have been doing it for a long time still shoulder shoot deer. So, like I said, I think mine was low in front of the shoulder. Um, so I got a hope and a prayer, but I think it's a I think it's a, a live deer, guys. We're going to see. The only thing that got me question it was that that weird stuff he was doing at the end, like he was, you know. You know, like the right before they die, they're like frantically running around. You know, so we'll see you in the morning. But I'll I'll keep you guys updated. Hopefully, I'm coming back to you midday, um, recording an episode that uh, we got to buck down. Um, but we'll uh, we'll go from there. If not, we are gonna hunt tomorrow evening. We're gonna shake it off, and we're gonna we're gonna try to make it happen. Like always, guys, appreciate you tuning all the way in. Um, try to get out there. Try to have a good hunt. Don't let the the highs and lows of bow season get you down to where you're not hunting at all because I've been there. Um, it's part of the game. You just got to learn how to deal with it and move on. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, wish me luck if you're listening to this early in the morning. Um, and uh, I'll holler at you guys later. Um, try to leave a legacy. Always do the right thing. White to Legacy is out. <laughs>